Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome as we make our August debut for 2021 on the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, as always. And we have a special guest we always love our guests, yes. no matter who they may be, but we especially love customer guests yes. because they will tell us more often than not <laughs> the unvarnished truth. And we have Ryan Huffman in the studio with us today, and I'll leave the rest of the introduction, Larry, to you. And good morning, welcome Sandy. to you as always. Uh, good morning. Good to be here with you as always. Um, I think I've told you before, I don't mind getting up early on Saturday mornings because I come here and have fun. And then we ask a guest to come. And yeah, they may have a little bit of a drive like Ryan told me he did. But Ryan, thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're you're very welcome. So uh, Ryan worked with one of our loan officers, Ken Ludden. And I should read you uh, the email briefly that Ken sent to me, and I don't mean to spring this on you, Ryan, but this is what Ken said. He said, Ryan and Molly Huffman were a pleasure to work with. Ryan works for the railroad. Molly's in education. They were very responsive with our requests. We were able to get them closed in about 30 days or less. Purpose was a refi, and tell them I said hi. It was a pleasure working with them. Very good, yes. Yeah. Ken's a good guy, and he really did appreciate working with you guys. Yeah, it it was flawless. It was perfect. Good, good, good. And I will say this, we have heard endorsements of loan officers before, but to have a loan officer say something like that about a customer yes, and effusive in his praise of the customer, I think represents the best of SCL Mortgage because it truly is a collaborative effort between the loan officer and others along with the customer. And in this case, there seemed to be a great connection, not only from the customer's point of view, but also from the loan officer's point of view, as you indicated. Uh, Ryan Lehrer is telling me he came to SCL because of the fan. Uh, We really appreciate that. It's great to have you as a listener is even greater. Uh, May I ask if that was from a commercial, the radio show, kind of a combination of both? A combination of both, but I, I typically work weekends, and I get to work at 7, and, and that's usually my, my go-to station first thing in the morning as I'm driving to my work location. Just to think, Larry, we wondered, would people really listen on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m.? Here's a prime Here's example. Proof. <laughs> uh, you know, everybody has a different schedule, and sometimes early Saturday mornings are great times for people. They're getting ready to take kids to soccer games, yes. uh, other athletic events, uh, sometimes fairly early on Saturday morning. So it's uh, great to hear about uh, Ryan Huffman. And uh, again, tell us uh, more about who you worked with, already identified, but tell us more about that experience. Uh, we know it was a good one. Uh, Larry's sitting here, but you can 
say anything you want. <laughs> and Larry do, will Ryan. be more we, than willing to take it. We haven't coached you, yeah, right? No, no, no yes. coaching okay, at all. Okay, good, good. So I did. I worked with Kenneth Ludden, and uh, I had heard, you know, on the show there was an idea I wanted to have, so I called, and, and Kenneth called me back, oh, I don't know, immediately. And I gave him the rundown of what I wanted to do, and and he took some little bit of information and said, I'll get right back to you. And probably within 15, 20 minutes, he said, everything looks great. If this is what you want to do, let's go. And so we went. We pulled the trigger. It was Let me ask running. you, if I may, Ryan, was that during the week, on a weekend, time of day? Do you recall any of that first when you first called? Uh, I believe it was on a Tuesday morning okay. um, that okay. I first called. Not too early. I don't know, probably around 10 a.m. And, okay. And, and by noon, I had already talked to my wife, Molly, and said, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Just a two-hour, uh, and and again, just a two-hour time frame we're talking about here. And that's typical of SCO Mortgage. He wouldn't have to wait until the weekend to get a response. No. And in some places, you would have to wait until at least the weekend. To get a response. I, I, I hear that frequently, Sandy. So it's, um, you know, we don't ask our loan officers necessarily to work on Sunday, um, but I know many of them do because, sure. one, that's how they make a living, and, two, they're, they're customer-driven people. They really are. And, and Ken, Ken is one of the many or one of the, the loan officers, one of the many loan officers who does that. They take calls on Sunday or Saturday because – you know, we're here to serve you. Without you, we don't have a company and we, we don't, we don't, uh, we're not in business. So thank you again for your business. Um, but I wanted you to know that it's really good to hear because we always talk about getting back to the customer fast, uh, being there to serve them, whether it's, you know, Tuesday morning or Sunday morning or to Saturday afternoon. So that's why I asked. That's, that's great to hear. We don't need personal details, Ryan, on this. But if you can, um, tell us as much as you're comfortable telling us about the kind of loan you closed on and whether you accomplished everything you wanted to accomplish during yeah, this process. Absolutely. So I had two goals in mind. Um, I've got a daughter who's going to start driving within the next year. And uh, we obviously needed another vehicle in the household. Uh, the other thing from watching the show, I'd been watching the the finance rates, the mortgage rates, and and so forth. So it was basically two birds with one stone. I wanted to lower my my interest rate and get a new vehicle in the household, and uh, so that's why I initially made the call. I knew the rates were probably about as low as they'd go from monitoring from the show. Yep. And so I, I made the phone call, and that's exactly what we did. We lowered our interest rate and was able to do a, a cash-out refinance to pay for the vehicle. No car payments is what I was looking for. Of those two reasons, one, commonplace, right. low interest rates, right? right? And uh, Ryan got the point that even though interest rates might stay relatively low for a little while longer— Maybe even on into next year, no time like the present to act because you never know for sure. The other point is interesting yeah. that he needed room for another car in the Hoffman household. Yeah, with the, the driver um, coming on board, I know my, my brother who has, um, they had a daughter and then they had triplets. 
So now, now these kids are uh, juniors and about to be seniors in high school, but all of a sudden he needed more cars. So no, not undifferent from yours. And I like your train of thought. We, we talk about it on the radio a lot that, so I should go buy, I need to buy a car, but do I want to finance the car? The rate's going to be higher. It, that interest rate or that interest would not be deductible. But you got it on your mortgage at a lower rate, and it is deductible, and no car payment. So uh, that that's awesome. Let me ask you, if you did the math, how much did your did your house payment go up, or did it stay the same, or was that pretty close? Well, after I took the cash out for the car, um, but the lower interest rate, it did go up, but very very small. Um, I think it it was fifteen dollars a month. Oh so, wow! So <laughs> basically, I told my wife Molly, I said for fifteen dollars a month, we're going to <laughs> purchase this brand new car. Can I ask you about the time frame? Uh, if you're comfortable talking about that, sure. How long did it take to close the loan? Oh, it was very quick. Uh, you know, we did our best to get all of the information that Kenneth asked to him right away, and it, it feels like it was about two, maybe three weeks tops. That That's was good. from the time I made the phone call until I was actually, the check was deposited into my account. I'm sure you have heard other firms advertising. Oh, yes. Perhaps on the radio. If oh, you're yes. a regular listener to the fan, <laughs> we're honest about this. We talk a lot about SEL, but there are other firms that do advertise. And on occasion, you'll hear them promise, we'll close your loan in 10 days. Now, two to three weeks is terrific, but I imagine that you were a little skeptical about 10 days, and it sounds as if you were thrilled if... Larry or your loan officer said, you know, it might take up to 30 days, maybe even a little longer. You come in at two or three weeks, you're thrilled. If you've been promised 10 days, maybe you're not so thrilled. No, uh, you know, a 10-day promise to me is just doesn't seem feasible. I was expecting <laughs> a month and a half. Sure, that's 45 days. Yeah, that, that's what I was expecting. I know there was, you know going to be some downtime here and there. The information needs to be processed, but it, it all happened so fast that I was I was just amazed. Larry, it sounds as if this loan process is just what you talk about every week on the show. You know, it ex actually, actually is exactly what we talk about every week, Ryan. I, I, I didn't know all these things were going to work out like they did. I didn't know the stars aligned. I mean, you are the kind of the classic case, what we talk about every week. If this makes sense for you, let's get going. And in your case, it made a ton of sense because you lower your payment, you get the vehicle. Your daughter's probably really happy, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we we gain a good customer uh, who happens to be a loyal listener to the fan, and and everybody wins. So perfect transaction. Yeah, win-win. I mean, couldn't have asked for anything more. 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. When we come back, uh, both Larry and I have questions for Ryan, and uh, among them, Working with people from remote locations, how did that work out? And these are questions that we now come to ask uh, in this 
era of the pandemic. We'll ask those questions and more coming next. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager as the SCL Mortgage Show continues. And once again, we're thrilled to have a guest in studio today, particularly this guest, Ryan Huffman, a customer, a recent customer at SCL Mortgage, closed on his loan uh, within somewhere between two and three weeks. And Larry, I know you had a particular question for Ryan that you wanted to pose. I do. Thank you, Sandy. And and I asked this, I'll tell you why I'm asking this, Ryan, because um, Last year at this time, we had most everybody working remotely, and I'm the I'm, what I'm used to since I've been doing this for just about ever. All the people are in the office, and I hear the buzzing and the humming and the conversations, and to me, that's really really cool. But now, fast forward a year, just about all of our loan officers work from home, and we have several operations people working in different parts of the country. And and Ken, I don't know if you knew it or not, but he's in. Um, uh, Missis- or Arkansas. No, not Arkansas. He is in Mississippi. Yes. Uh, Ken and I have known each other for a really long time, but he had reasons to uh, for his family wanted to move there. So um, I don't know. Did it make a difference? Could you tell? Was there any pluses, minuses, or maybe it was was you didn't even know that? Yeah, I'm completely shocked. I had no really? idea. No idea at all. <laughs> and, you know, well, he's from Colorado, so he's got a 303 phone number. But we have loan officers. You know, these days, everybody has a cell phone number from somewhere, wherever you lived before. It could be one of the coasts. It could be wherever. So you don't know where people are are housing or living or working or whatever. So that's that's really good to know. Um, you know, the time difference is a couple of hours, but he obviously factored that in and you didn't have any idea he was working from another part of the country. Yeah, no, if I would have known there was a time difference there, I'd have been more skeptical or, you know, I would have expected much more of a delay in the process. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 But no, they, they factor that in, whether they're customers in Nebraska or Florida or Colorado, wherever it is. So good to know. We, we, um, we did a good job. Absolutely. Once again. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I remember Larry advising our listeners to save closing disclosure forms for your accountant for your 2021 tax returns. And th- th- there's a lot, again, that there's a lot that goes into this process, do's and don'ts and Various things, and uh, I, I'm wondering if that made things harder for you uh, at all. No, not at all. Um, you know, we just kept everything and put it in the file for our for our taxes, and there it'll be. I mean, no, everything was everything was fine. You know what? You're um, um, you said you worked for the railroad, so you're probably paid with a W two and a pay stub. Right? Is that correct? Okay, that's correct. Yep. yep. And your wife is in the education. Uh, world. And I didn't know this, Sandy, but as it turns out, his wife also coaches soccer. So she has apparently a very, very competitive soccer team. So one of the reasons she couldn't be here today, um, we always like to have both of you on if we can, but uh, I'm I'm glad you were able to come. So, you know, you are what we call a traditional conventional loan, W-2, pay stub, good credit, all that. So so that makes it sort of easy for us, but it, we still have to go through this process of certain amount of paper, certain amount of, of this, title policies, appraisals, on and on, and, and we have to follow all these rules. But you are, um, you are a great customer because Ken said you were so responsive. 
Sometimes we have to ask people, oh, don't forget, I still need your driver's license, or oh, can you send that to me? And we don't want to be... We don't want to be over the top or persi- too persistent, right? But it's such a pleasure when you get a customer that just automatically is organized and get their stuff to you. So thank you again for being uh, for being that. Yeah, I do have to say we did kind of cheat because the tax extension, we had just gotten our taxes back. So it was already all sitting right there oh. on the countertop. <laughs> you made That's it okay. That so, kind of cheating is allowable. It, it, yeah. it was. Um, also, Molly, she's a, she's a softball coach. I'm sure she... Oh, softball and soccer? No, or just softball. Oh, just I'm softball. sorry. I yeah, thought that's it was all right. Okay. But if she listens, I'm sure I don't want to get the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. Has... Wait a minute. Softball. Yeah. <laughs> well... You know that. Maybe one day we'll have her on when she's, yes. not, when she's not softball. I'm, I... I'm sure she would love it. I know she really? was... Yeah, she really wanted to, but... Oh. Well, we'll get her on. We'll get her, yeah, we'll she, get her on. She really wants to because uh, some of our guests, you're not included in this group... Get very nervous when they first come on, and then they're great. They're better than we are, yeah, and but... <laughs> uh, there's more of a danger of them replacing us than there is of uh, they're not showing well because they got nervous. In any case, Larry, I want to get back to uh, something you mentioned to me during the break about a quote you got from a realtor friend this past week. <laughs> Why don't you share that? With our listeners, if you could. This is really good, Sandy. So um, we have a lot of industry partners, realtors, appraisers, title companies. So I got I got this email from um, uh, Brad Lewis, who's a I don't know if he's listening, but he's a good guy, good uh, good industry partner. And many times we get the question from our customers, Sandy, or our potential customers: Should I wait to buy real estate? So Brad's answer is: Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait, because if you look at the charts, if you look at the history, if you look at the housing appreciation from 40 years ago, 20 years, even two, three years ago, home values go up. They all they may take a dip and and go down a little bit or stay the same, but home values always go up. They always appreciate. So. His, his response is buy real estate and wait, right? If you're buying it to flip it, that's one thing. But if you're buying it to hold, whether it's your own property or a rental property, buy it and wait because you're going to get the tax advantages. You're going to get the appreciation. So uh, I'm going to tell, um, tell Bat, Brad thanks for his quote. He goes on to say, this may come off as flippant or self-serving, but it's not. It's good business sense for people. Buy real estate and wait and watch it appreciate. Absolutely. Makes sense to me, and I'm sure to most everyone listening. Ryan, we always read customer emails in the next segment as part of our weekly show, but we'll bring you centrally back into the conversation uh, for the final segment. But before we do that, I want to get some of your ideas, suggestions maybe, to our listeners if these listeners are thinking about a refinance or a home loan purchase, what advice would you give them other than the obvious advice, work with SCL Mortgage? <laughs> uh, that would be the first one. Um, my other one is, you know, don't wait. You know, get it done. It, it's got potential to save you lots of time, lots of money. Uh, you never know what the interest rates are going to do. And, and you know, that's I kind of watched and I saw them go up and down. And, and I finally, I was just nervous that eventually – I wasn't going to be able to capitalize. So I think my biggest advice would be don't wait. Right now is the best time to do it. 
just get it done. You're, you you couldn't be more spot on. We we say that week after week after week because they can go up a lot faster than they can come down, which we've seen. I've seen it for 33 years I've been doing this. So that's, that's great advice. Thanks for reiterating that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing we always say, too, we talked about historically low interest rates earlier in the year and in recent weeks and months about how interest rates are – not quite back to historic lows, but they're pretty darn close. Very close. Uh, and Larry, you can check me on that. Fact no. check me on that. I think that's more or less correct. But the point is, even when they were at historically low rates, if you're sitting back and waiting and saying, boy, I think they might even go lower than that. I mean, nobody forecast low interest rates for this long a period of time or historically low interest rates. Maybe they can get lower. And we can be fairly definitive on this point in saying, no, they can't. <laughs> no, they can't get much lower than uh, – they can't get really any lower than historic lows. And even now, a little above historic lows, they're not likely to get back to – levels quite that low again for the foreseeable future absolutely they'll correct. linger around where they are right now but they're not going to get appreciably lower if lower at all no if you think about it sandy ryan our our listeners <clears throat> when we have rates depending on the loan program depending on credit depending on equity all that from the very low single digit I mean, how much lower can you go? The, from low single digit to zero is not very far away. <laughs> and the chances of them going to zero is probably not going to happen. But from where they are today up, there's a whole bunch of room for that to happen. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. People think, well, you know, okay, 3% sounds good or 35 or whatever. If it's a 10 or 15-year loans, it's going to be a little bit less. But the difference between that and something greater, I mean, going up, going up faster, that could be 50, 100 bucks a month difference. And then it might not make sense for people or they might not qualify even worse if it's a purchase. So today is the absolute best time for people that haven't yet done this. 303-790-2222 is the number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And uh, we want to add, as we frequently do, back in January of 19, we're talking about 5 5.5% right. interest rates. thought those are pretty good. Well, they were at the time. Absolutely. Pretty good were. rates. That's why we, <laughs> five, five and a half. we were telling our listeners, and you probably heard, Ryan, given the fact you've been listening for so long, because they were in January of 19, five and a quarter, five and a half percent was good. But look at here, fast forward two plus years, and now we're 2% less. That's a huge movement in interest rates. And depending on the size of the loan, it could be $100, $300 difference in payment. So. That five and a half percent probably wouldn't have made sense for you then, right? No, it wouldn't have. Um, where they're at today was, I mean, it made sense. And I also, if they do go lower, I'll just call you up and we'll <laughs> there you go. Again. We'll do it That's again. That's exactly right. right. 303-790-2222, com. Custom emails coming next. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, as we roll on with the SCL Mortgage Show for the Saturday morning, 7th day of August 2021. We want to remind people before we get to customer emails that the SCL Mortgage Show not only airs on Saturday mornings between 7 and 8, but for the last several months, quite a few months now, yep. on Sunday 
mornings. There is yet another edition of the SCL Mortgage Show with Orlando Franklin and Larry combining between 7.30 and 8 in the morning every Sunday. So we uh, now, as Ryan has attested during the course of our conversation here with our guest Ryan Huffman, you can tune in 7 on Saturday, 7.30 on Sunday, and get a lot more mortgage information than you could have bargained for. We don't want to miss those Sunday listeners either. And I don't know, Ryan, are you, do you listen on Sundays or is it primarily during the week and Saturdays? I listen all the time. Do you? It's all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're not the first person. Trust me, I've talked to a lot of people that said, when I get up in the morning, I turn on the fan. When I get in my truck, I'm turning on the fan. So... Yeah, and so the way people come to us, which you just mentioned during the break, they either call us, and then the phone call, it goes in rotation to the loan officers, or they can email us, which you said you did as well, and then that uh, also goes in rotation to the loan officers. So good for Ken. He he was up, and, and, <laughs> and he got you. Um, but yeah, uh, we have, well, we have a lot of emails, but... This one was from Sean, who said, we are hoping to refinance, pay off some loans to free up more money, and possibly get some cash back. If we can do that, heard you on the fan, please call. So that's probably similar to what you said. I don't know if you remember what you said in your email. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it was. it would have been... Just Something like that. He yeah. could have been one of our customer email you know, contestants. It, it, given we, we, I would love to go back yeah. and see if, if we maybe read that, right? Maybe. Oh, Ryan emailed and said, like to lower my payment, get some cash to acquire right. an auto. It's probably exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jen emailed us and said, wanted to inquire about a home loan, used you in the past and had a good experience. Oh, good. Well, that's that's great to hear. She Jen is a listener and, and a repeat customer for us, so everybody wants to talk about home loans these days, given where we have these interest rates. Uh, okay, Derek emailed and said, um, I am reaching out in regard to a first-time home buyer um, for my wife and I and would like to talk about your down payment assistance program. So I don't know if you've heard us talking about that on the radio, Ryan. I have. You have? Okay, good. Very good. So, popular program. It really is because it, you know, when you think about the prices of homes in Colorado or just about any state, on an FHA loan, you have to have 3.5% down. Plus, there's always some closing costs. So pick a $500,000 house, 3.5% is over $15,000, plus a few bucks for closing costs. It's a lot of money. So if if first-time buyers or even second-time buyers aren't able to save that much, we can probably use our down payment assistance program, help on the purchase, give them between 2 and 6% of the purchase price. So that normally covers the down payment and some closing costs. So <clears throat> it's a really, really good program, and people don't have to be a first-time buyer. They do have to have a credit score of 660. But here's the even cooler part. If they keep that for five years, it's 100% forgivable. So it's almost like free money. So... Maybe I want to go buy a house and I can get some down payment assistance money. Um, Okay, so Mark emailed us and said, interested in refinancing? Heard your radio show over the past several months. I own a business, uh, so my wife and I are 
uh, self-employed. We have very good credit scores. We want to pay off a first and a second and some credit cards. So sounds like our bank statement program yes. for self-employed people. We had um, we had a sort of an industry expert on the radio last week, and um, it, it was it was pretty entertaining because we talked at length about our bank statement loan program for people that are self employed, um, folks like yourself, W two pay stub. That's really easy. Um, bank statements is sort of a specialty for us. We're one of the very very few companies in the state that does them, but we've been doing it for a long time. So I would say to you, listeners, if you're self employed. And maybe struggling to get a mortgage, we can likely help you out. Okay, so um, uh, let me go to Randall, who emailed saying, uh, I heard of you on 104.3. Can you refinance an investment property if the owner is unemployed and the investment property has cash flow? Well, as a matter of fact, we can. Because we look at an investment property um, as... um, We call it our debt service coverage ratio. So basically, we look at the rental income coming in from the property. And if the rental income covers the new payment, principal interest tax insurance, we're good to go. We don't have to we don't have to see income statements. We don't have to see any of that from the from the borrower, the customer. So it works. It works really well. So if you do have rental property, Ryan, you need to talk to us again. Or if you don't have rental property, maybe you want to buy a rental property. I've been been looking at it, so Have maybe you? maybe someday. Soon, okay, yeah. all right, very good. So uh, Greg emailed and said, "Want to know what kind of credit I need to get a home loan?" So <clears throat> we've talked about that once or twice, right, Sandy? So we have the ability to, at SEL to go down to a five eighty FICO score. So now maybe there's ways we can get that credit score up. But my point in telling you that is that with a five eighty FICO, we can likely help you. But we don't have credit overlays like a lot of large banks or a lot of large mortgage companies. So some people will stop at a 620 FICO score. Some people stop at 640. We don't do that at SEL. So if we can get an automated approval, we're going to close your loan. So, Or, Greg, maybe we can look at ways to get your credit score up. Um, So that's another possibility. Okay. Uh, Mark emailed and said, well, he's right to the point, looking to buy a home. Okay, well, <laughs> that's what we do. We're we're in the home loan business, and um, thank you for email. Oh, he does go on to mention that he heard us on one hundred four three the fan. So uh, we do get a fair amount of calls and and emails, Sandy, from from our efforts uh, on the weekend, and then he, Sandy, and Orlando talk about us during the week. From and you're you're nodding your head like I know I've heard it. I hear it all. Yep. <laughs> um. So how long have you been listening to the fan, if I may ask? So long, I don't remember. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. uh, I'm a I'm a native here to the area, so I, it's, I don't know how it's long been have they been on. Yeah. Um, I think Sandy Ryan would say. Ryan looks like a very, very, very young man. <laughs> right? Well, thank you. Yes. Lest we think we're getting old, which, of well, course, we are is never old. a pleasant consideration to undertake. You know? I, I refuse to admit age. Nobody told me I'm the age I am, so I think I'm a lot younger. Yeah, I, I tell everybody I'm 28. Do you? It's very fun good. to have that birthday every year, right? Yeah. Yep. At 28. Yeah, every year. I'm going to use that lot. Nobody's going to believe 30. me if I say it. You maybe, but not not me. Okay, so James emailed and said, we are currently trying to refi our house. 
the property is a rental property and has been a very good property. Uh, however, we are struggling because we're both self-employed. Well, here we go. That's that's our bank statement loan for self-employed people. Doesn't matter if it's your primary residence or your your investment property. We can we can likely help you out. So I have a ton more, but I don't know how much time we have. Sandy. We got one or two more. Okay, okay. So uh, let's see. <clears throat> I am interested in seeing. Oh, this is Tyler, by the way. Interested in seeing what options I may have for a refinance. We are currently a little over one year in our FHA loan on a house we bought that was brand new. With the housing market still hot, I'm mainly interested in getting an updated appraisal. He says dumping PMI and trying to get into a conventional loan. So I'll bet you could answer that question, Ryan, right? Get out of an FHA loan, get rid of mortgage insurance, get a conventional loan. Sounds like he's got equity, so he doesn't need private mortgage insurance again, and get these great rates that uh, you just grabbed onto. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> We're going to make you a mortgage guy here. <laughs> so keep keep, uh, keep it up. Sandy, I've, I've converted, but he's, you know, he's a radio guy. He'll be a radio guy forever. But I know he could do what I do very easily. Okay, so um, Rebecca emailed and said, Hi there, we are looking at a place, uh, a land, about two acres, it has a, a manufactured home on it. We are first-time buyers. We have no idea what we're doing. Hopefully, you can help us. Well, the, facts that it, the fact that it's two acres is perfectly fine. A manufactured home, as long as it's permanently affixed to the foundation, no problem there either. So um, thanks for getting a hold of us, Rebecca. We do know what we're doing. Yes, when it and comes that's to a that. good way to close out customer emails for this week. Sean, Jen, Derek, Mark, Randall, Greg, Mark. James, Tyler, and Rebecca, our thanks for contributing. Boy, you had a huge stack today. And again, these are just emails we've received, you've received, Larry, in the last week. They're all fresh emails. 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. We'll come back and have uh, Ryan Huffman rejoin us at length next. And we continue for those of you who have just joined us. We have a special guest with us today, and that is Ryan Huffman, who recently closed his mortgage refinance with SCL Mortgage. And Larry, without further ado, let our listeners know the latest on interest rates up, down, leveling off. Leveling off and not going up is the good news. Leveling off, I don't think from we talked last week, the week before, I don't think there's been much change. Ryan could probably attest to that. He got rid of a higher rate mortgage, moved into a lower rate, saved himself some money every month, and ended up uh, buying a car, and maybe the mortgage went up 15 bucks. So, And, you know, here's the cool part. Sandy and I talk about it all the time, Ryan, that interest rates, yes, they're very, very good. But that's just not everything. There's what if you want to buy a car? What if you want to pay off a car loan? What if you want to pay off credit cards? There's so many different things. How long are you going to stay in the house? Does this make sense for your family, you and Molly and your two daughters? Does it make sense for you based on what you want to do, based on what your goals are? So, yes, interest rates are are, are really, really good right now. So like you um, encouraged our listeners a little while ago to give us a call and I, I would echo that same thing. If you haven't, let's get started. Ryan, how does it feel to be labeled a mortgage refinance expert? 
Hi, Larry. <laughs> um, surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I, I do listen every weekend, so I do get lots of information. And well, you, you absorb go. it well, and you've been able to communicate it well. Uh, as we said, we wish your wife, Molly Ryan, could uh, have joined us today. She will at a future time. Uh, she couldn't get away from work. But let's be honest. Uh, during this process, who did most of the work on the refinance, you or Molly? I would like to say me, but we all know that's not what happened. So uh, (laughs) You're honest. You're under oath here, by the way, so I'm glad you adhere to that. It was probably 60-40 in favor of Molly. Yep, yep. Uh, Don't feel bad. That's what happens almost every single time. I was... Orlando and I did a show together, and and Orlando's a customer of ours, and so I brought his wife in. And so she said, come on, Orlando, you know the truth. I did all the work on this. He said, no, you didn't. I did some, and they went back and forth. But normally, yes, it's always our significant other who does the majority of it. That is correct, yes. And I I have to ask you uh, about the SEL experience because we have so many guests in here who have been customers, especially at the beginning. Would you say that's correct, Larry? Especially at the beginning, who relayed their tale of woe, and it wasn't exaggerated at all. And in some cases, whether it was a refinance or a home purchase, people had really gone through the ringer, not just once, not just twice, but t- sometimes three, four, and five times. And at various points, they were getting strung out more and more and more. And sometimes we heard one story that the gap between communication involving a certain lending company yep. and the customer was five months Five months. That's crazy. Huh? And and to have to go through that. And Ryan, I'm guessing you're on the other side of this, that you went right to SCL as your first option as opposed to last resort. I'm in a jam. I'm set to close in two or three weeks. Help me out. I'm desperate. I'm guessing you weren't. And I know now that you weren't that kind of customer, but tell people why they should call SCL first, not second, third, fourth, or fifth. I have been on both sides of this. Really? Uh, really? I didn't know that. About 11 we years ago, I lost a rental property because of a refinance that, that went south, but the lack of communication um, was strung out for seven months. And Oh, and my gosh. The, the long story short, I ended up losing the property because of it. So that's I, the worst. This time, I, I, you know, I tried to do my homework, and and I, you were my first call. I knew from the from the reviews and everything I hear that this was not going to happen. That if you couldn't do it, you would be up front. Yeah. Well, th- this is why. And Ryan speaks of eleven years ago. You weren't in business at SCL eleven right. years ago. Right. And eleven years ago, well, that's two thousand ten, but it's still pretty close to the crisis that we all experienced in oh eight and oh nine, especially. And I'm sure there are hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of stories from that time, oh eight, oh nine, two thousand ten. 
just like Ryan's. Well, unfortunately, I think that was the case. But here's my take on that. So if you're an experienced mortgage company, an experienced loan officer, we should know within 48 hours if there's going to be some hiccups, there's going to be some issues. And then it should have been Ryan and Molly, hey, guys, you know what? Because of this, this and whatever, I don't know that we're going to be able to hit your closing date. And they should be honest and upfront. Of course, they don't want to lose a loan. I get that. But at the same time, if you can't deliver, then you have to tell the customer, you know, you you just it's not worth the it's not worth anything. So, you know, losing a rental property, I mean, maybe 11 years ago, you bought it for X today. That would be worth X plus a whole lot more. So that that's a that's a sad story, Ryan. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. So, but it's a cautionary tale, obviously. Exactly. And and you made the decision. I'm going to do my homework in advance. I'm going to get organized in advance, and I'm going to call the people who I trust the most. And that happened to be Larry and SEL Mortgage. And and really, it should be because you're talking about the widest array of loan programs in the area, and also people who are constantly communicating with you. There's no such thing as communicating too much. That's true in my industry, and it's definitely true in Larry's. Yeah, it was absolutely night and day difference. I mean, this was the last time was the worst experience I've ever had. This was by far the best. Hmm. Just curious, how how often did you talk to your loan officer, Ken? Was it frequently, infrequently? Was he always there for you? And, And you know what they say in a courtroom, an attorney should never ask a question that you don't already know the answer to. And I don't know the answer to this, but I'm confident that it's going to be okay. But it, please tell me, was there enough communication, too little, too much? What What was your take on that? Yeah, there was not a whole lot of communication. Uh, I think both of us, um, SEL and me and Molly, had our ducks in a row. So okay. it, it was pretty straightforward. But uh, the few questions that I did have, uh, you know, they were answered immediately. I actually at one point called Kenneth and said, I think I underestimated how much cash back I want. Uh-huh. Can we can we change this? And he said, absolutely, no problem. And within four hours, he had the, <laughs> the new paperwork all laid out, said, here we go. So Perfect. Uh, but as far as the communication, I mean, there there was not a whole lot. But every time I needed it, it was right there. Well, it gives us a chance to make a, a point. You always want quantity. Yes. And and you demand it. I mean, that's ironclad that at least two times a week. And you never go into a weekend having heard from your loan officer on Monday, but then you go into the weekend and you haven't heard from him since then. That is an ab- absolutely verboten at SEO mortgage. Can't right. happen. Doesn't happen. But I want to make the point that I think Ryan was just making and emphasize it, underline it, Quality of communication is important because he's saying there wasn't and needn't be a lot of communication if both sides are well organized. But when he did have a question within a few hours, a very few hours, he got a response. So the quality of communication was superb. Yeah, just to make a phone call to make a phone call is not not always necessary or not always needed. Right. But our our message to our loan officers at SEL is that we want you to be in touch with your customer, right? If there's something happening that they don't know about, we need to share that with you. Because I don't want 
you and Molly sitting at your kitchen table on Sunday morning having coffee and nobody's heard from SEL or nobody's heard from Kenneth Ludden, right? So that was not the case, and that's that's music to my ears. So that that's a good feeling. Yeah, no, it was not the case. He absolutely, there was going to be probably a four or five-day lull, but he had told me, you know, this is where we're at. This is what's going to happen. This is going to take this amount of time. And so I knew there was no communication needed for them four or five days. Oh, okay. If he said something was going to happen, it did happen. Absolutely. That, that's yeah. the bottom line. Ryan, we can't thank you enough. The hour has flown by. Well, I can't believe mm-hmm. we're out of time because it doesn't <laughs> seem like we've been here for an hour, but we have been. Our, our thanks for taking the time to come in, going out of your way to take the time to come in here today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It was fun. Thank you for having me. Um, Absolutely. We'll, um, I promise we'll, we'll, we'll make a time when your wife can join us and the four of us will be in here, and uh, then we'll get the real story. Right? That's right. <laughs> From Molly Huffman, Ryan Huffman has been our guest. Larry, as always, our thanks to you. Thank you, Sandy. It's good to be here, as always. I, I look forward to it every week. I won't be back tomorrow morning at 7.30, but Larry will be up bright and early with Orlando Franklin tomorrow morning at 7.30 with more on the SCL Mortgage Show. We'll see you next Saturday at 7 on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SCL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 